Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Good morning, Tara. Hello, Jill. How excited are we for our guest today? Woohoo! <laughs> so excited. Yo, you guys, Andrew White's here, founder of styling and consulting firm The White Effect. And Andrew, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Lovely to talk to you ladies and see you, even though people can't see you. It's always a pleasure to have another stylist on board because it does not intimidate Jill at all. <laughs> yeah, I just tried not to think about it when I got dressed this morning. <laughs> no pressure. So, Andrew, you know, we got to meet in L.A., which was pretty exciting. Our interview is coming out shortly on Instagram when I figure it out. And, um, you know, what some of the things that we talked about is how did you get started in the styling consulting business? Well, unlike other people who might have gone to um, fashion school, uh, majored in it, or have worked for or with a stylist or um, production, um, mine is non-traditional. I was a talent agent before this. I was in the corporate world. I represented actors, and um, I took pride in the way I looked. And I became known as the best dressed agent in Hollywood, and people would come to me for advice. And I just always had this eye for style, but classic style, um, style in a way that can help impact your personal brand, your business, your professional life. And I just got to a point where I said, if, if I can do this for me and have these outcomes and results, well, let me try to do this for somebody else. And so I started to help colleagues and talent clients and friends, helping them with their personal style and explaining to them why it is so important and how it really does impact your life. And so when I started to see their outcomes and results, I knew that there was something here. The difference is I was looking to really help uh, men and it was, it was a niche that no one was really doing. And I wanted to help men who were in kind of my situations and higher up than me. And that's what I started to do. I did not want to be a red carpet stylist because why would I when I'm creating the stars? That's not what I was looking to do. It was more about the real, the real man. And so what is your first step when you start working with a client? What's the first thing you would do with them? Um, I have a consultation. And that consultation is either a coffee, but now probably through Zoom. And then I go to their home. Uh, sometimes we do it all together, depending on who they are, where they live. And I do a quick closet peek. And I check out their closet. I listen to their complaints, the pain points, their needs, their goals. Then I decide, okay, I'm, I'm program-based. So I have different programs I offer to specific clients. What makes sense for them, at least to start? Uh, and then I explain how that works and we go from there. Okay. I have to ask one question. Sorry, Tara. I'm like stealing the show a little bit. So I, like, I know that in the woman's world, the pain points are things like my butt looks too big, 
you know, my thighs are too, whatever. Like what, give us an example of like a pain point for a guy. Well, the main pain point, which was before the pre-pandemic, and now it's like even more so uh, just combined, is I, I don't know what to wear when I go out with my wife or I go out at night or I go, you know, do something fun. Uh, or what do I wear to my kid's soccer game? I look like such a schmuck. All my clothes are like baggy champion sweatpants, right? So there's that. Now the pain point is really, oh, my God, I'm going back to work or I'm working from home, going to the office here and there. I, I don't even know what's acceptable I'm supposed to wear to the office. I don't want to wear a suit. So that's like the, the number one issue. And then all the other pain points, kind of what you just said, is more of specific people's insecurities on maybe it's their weight, maybe it's their height, maybe whatever it might be, there's something um, that does drive them to a place where they just don't know what to do. And most of it is, I hate to shop and I don't even know what to put together or how to. Right, right. And like the worst thing is when you see a guy who has shown up in like a complete, either they've dressed like the mannequin, like they basically literally have taken the entire thing yeah. off the mannequin or they show up in like head to toe Dolce Gabbana and they can't even pronounce it. Like they don't even know. They just, they just know it's good. It's just gotta and be it's good. Still, right? But it's still not, it's still not right for them. I mean, the funny thing is what you just said, I, that was my joke even back in the day with trunk club who I think, you know, they do a great job, but it's, you're, you're, you're getting pieces for the most part are looking at things that are off a model, um, off a mannequin. And just because it looks great on that person or form doesn't mean it looks great on you. And tailoring and fit is everything. I mean, I hear from my wife complain. I, she put on a dress the other day. She was like, well, this looked cute on so-and-so. I go, yeah, because that's a photo. And the way they, <laughs> the way she spins her body and the way you, you, you pin it. I, what do you think? This is fits on everybody? <laughs> yeah, tailoring. We always talk about tailoring is such a big piece of you know, styling. Um, yeah. But, you know, Andrew, what I think is pretty cool is you created some other ways for men to utilize your services without you having to be directly with them. And yeah. you had talked about with me, your club. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, since the pandemic, uh, you know, what's happened to anybody who is helping people get dressed for events, daily life, it kind of went to shit, right? Part of my friends. So I wanted to pivot and something I've been wanting to do for a while was create a subscription service. And I, I didn't want to create something where you sign up and you get a box of clothing or pieces that I've curated. It was more of how could I take what I do with a private client and give it to everybody else? Because you can't scale private services. Um, you got you to gotta be able to figure out how to give it to everybody. So I came up with the idea of the club. And it's an exclusive virtual membership where now there's two tiers. But last year during the pandemic, I opened it up and got a specific amount of members that I thought was perfect. And I, and I closed the doors to it and we had a great year. And what that looked like was I was coming on live a couple times a month and discussing specific topics and themes, whether it's the core closet what to wear when going to on spring break, what to pack here, how to wear this, how to style the knit, like all these different little style kind of tips and tricks and other important information that a lot of guys don't know how to do. And in that, I started to bring other brands in and do incentives and have just make it fun. 
And it's really worked out fantastic. And I reopened the doors last week and they're closing tomorrow again. And I'll do it. I'll open up probably in the fall. But this is a great way to reach uh, men who either don't live in LA, can't afford my services, um, want to have a piece of me, want to be able to access and ask questions. And it's great because I have clients, it's funny when they sign up, club members, I should say, and I, I specifically ask what city they're in. And some people don't put it in, but most do. And I see Alabama, right, or states, right? So Alabama, I see Taiwan, I see Norway, I see China, I see Croatia. I get random places. And then, of course, we got a nice group in the U.S., whether it's Seattle, Chicago, New York, Florida, whatever it might be. So Texas is a big one as well. Um, but that's the club. It's fun. It's great. And it doesn't matter if you hate shopping or you just don't know what you're doing. This is a great tool to get you to that place. Love it. So creative. Um, you know, I was going to ask you what stores you typically work with, but I can imagine it might be much like me where it's client dependent. But is there any like typical or things? Well, it, it, yeah, sorry. It, it is client dependent. However, I guess the real question is, are there brands you work with more than others? So again, you got to know your clientele. You got to know who their audience is. And I don't have a lot of clients who are running around, walking around, and no disrespect because I actually like the brand in Versace, right? That's like, that's low on my list. But when you have the type of men I work with, whether it's Xenia or Brunello Cuccinelli or Isaia, Laura Piana, the, the luxury brands is in that realm is who I work with a lot. But again, it is client dependent and I will always, always make sure I'm elevating the person and not trying to put them in something that isn't right for them or making somebody they're not. Andrew, where did you develop your sense of style? Like how did you become the best dressed agent? That's such a great question. Uh, you know, I didn't realize until uh, a few years ago, before I ventured out into this on my own, uh, I think it was when I was like 10 years old. You know, my mom always used to want to dress me, especially when it was like, I'm from Philadelphia, so like 70 degrees out, right? 68 degrees out. That is like hot. As soon as that number <laughs> comes up and it's spring, it's hot. But my mom was like, it's cold. And she's from Boston. It's cold. You got to wear the turtleneck. She like overdressed me. And there was a part of me that was like, this is annoying, but I kind of liked it. Then I started to see photographs of me as a kid and the style. And it was kind of almost like cyclical because here it is again. Um, I modeled for, for a, a store um, and there's a great shot. I got to get it. I saw not too long ago, my mom has. It's me like modeling, sitting down with my hand on my chin. And I got the blazer, the pocket square, the shirt tie, no socks, right? The shoes. I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is me. And, you know, the 90s hit and that went away. That I don't even know where I was. I think I was, I, I was kid in play. I don't know what I was doing. Um, so I try, to I try and burn all those photos. But I'll tell you, my roommate in college was very sophisticated and very elegant. And his wardrobe, I really admired. And I was like, in my junior year, I kind of said, this is something I need to, to work on. And so that's what I was doing throughout the years. And my sister-in-law, who's a fashionista, when my brother met her, um, that I think really brought it out in me and opened my eyes to, to the kind of luxury brands. 
and that was it. But most importantly, I love men's style. I love Italian style. I love British style, um, French, of course, but like those two and I combine them is, is kind of my, my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have like three top things that for men's fall fashion that you think are going to stand out? Or is it tough to say because what's going to take place here? I don't know. Like, are we going back to the office? I mean, I don't know. But hopefully nobody's going to stay in their sweats. I'm done. No, it, it, it's time to get out of those. But you can do that in the right way. Um, it's th- This fall season is really going to be what certain brands have been pushing the last few years. And that is going to be the luxury athleisure. So when I say that, I mean, whether it's the drawstring trouser pant, that's a pant with a drawstring, right? You could dress it up, dress it down. You're going to see a lot more sneakers, uh, more acceptable in the office space or just more casual shoes. And then for tops, you're, you're, you will see blazers. You'll see more casual blazers. But I think it's more about wearing a crew neck knit uh, or button up shirt, right? But then whether you have a blazer or not, you're going to start to see maybe bomber jackets, some outerwear jackets that can be worn both indoor and outdoor. And that's kind of what my style has been for a long time. And it's what I've been trying to uh, educate my clients on. And it's so funny that for the last few years trying to push this kind of stuff on them and it's, they're a little scared or whatever it might be. I bring everybody out of their comfort zone. Um, but now they're in the place of, oh, I, I, I kind of need that. I need to wear that. That's what I should be wearing. It's becoming acceptable. And a lot of clients, a lot of men, I feel that it takes them those extra steps to get there once they kind of feel that it might be acceptable and you're seeing others do it or knowing that's where it's going and it's happening right now, they get more into it. But if you try to push it on them too early, they're, they kind of push back. So I do it in baby steps. Got to try it. Well, I always love your style and so does everybody else. That's why you are who you are. But can you let us know um, how people can reach you and, um, you know, if they want to join the club or if they just want to hire you or just want to check your Instagram out? Sure. Well, my Instagram is at the whites effect, T-H-E-W-E-I-T-Z-E-F-F-E-C-T. That's the Instagram. My website is thewhitesaffect.com. On there, you'll see you can access uh, the club and see what that's about, all my programs, press and so forth. and yeah, and you can reach us at info at thewhitesaffect.com and either myself or one of my uh, awesome colleagues will answer and, you know, go from there. Thank you so much, Andrew. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks, Jill. Thank, thanks Tara. Uh, I appreciate it. Anytime. You guys are awesome. And uh, I look forward to coming back again. Hopefully, if, you, if you'll have me. You, you might not. I don't know. Of course. Of course. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts. Bermuda shorts. Jean shorts. Short shorts. Boy shorts. Tennis shorts. Cargo shorts. Beaded shorts.